from the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Greetings, beloved. The new week is upon us here from the poorhouse to the palace. This is Pastor Castle. Thank you for joining us today. We're in the book of Zechariah, and we are in the last three chapters, chapters 12, 13, and 14. We are looking at the uh, the anointed king received. At uh, 9, 10, 11, we saw the anointed king rejected. Now we're seeing the rejected king anointed. And uh, chapter t- 12 uh, deals with uh, the Messiah. And we've been uh, through the first seven verses here. I'm going to go through verses 8 through 10 and speak to you about in that day of Messiah's spirit of defense. Now we have seen in that day of Messiah's strength of defense. We have seen his smiting destruction. We have seen his sheaves devouring. And now we are going to see his spirit of defense here in verses 8 through 10. Those are the three things we noticed in the first seven verses. And we're going to look at a Messiah's spirit of defense. Let me read these verses for you today. In that day, there again those key little words, shall the Lord defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem and he that is feeble among them that at that day shall be as David. And the house of David shall be as God, as the angel of the Lord before them. And it shall come to pass in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplications, and they shall look upon me whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son, and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. Not only will Jesus save the Jewish and the saintly strangers throughout the land of Israel at the battle of Armageddon, but God will spare the righteous among the city. The governors and their evil citizens will be destroyed, but there will be those in the city of Jerusalem. If you remember what we've been talking about on the broadcast at the battle of Armageddon, God's going to destroy the wicked and names the armies and, this, and the, the political leaders, but he's also not going to destroy the righteous. He's going to spare his sword of his spirit of his mouth will only pierce the wicked. And those that those tribulation saints will be spared. And uh, just like Lot was spared uh, as Sodom was destroyed through fire and brimstone and destruction, Lot was saved out of it. Uh, hopefully though, and most certainly people more godly than Lot. Now, the weakest weary weary warrior of God, think about this, the weakest of the weary warriors of the Lord will be as mighty as King David in that day. Their victory is guaranteed like David was so often victorious in the Bible. Tell me, name me a battle in the Bible that David lost. I can't find it. You won't find it either. During this time, the Lord will again supernaturally intervene on behalf of his city and people Remember how Sennacherib came up, the king of Assyria, against the children of Israel and surrounded the city? And and Hezekiah, the king, went before the altar of the Lord and put the, the letter that Sennacherib said and def- how he had taken all and defeated all the gods of the world that had been in the world at that time. And, and uh, Hezekiah prayed and the angel of the Lord came out and slew 185,000 enemies of the Lord, Assyrians, in one single night. That's what God's going to do. He's going to protect his people super, supernaturally. The house of David shall be as the angel of God stands before them. Who stands before them? 
Jesus on the top of the Mount of Olives. Chapter 14 describes it in great detail. Here, however, Zechariah begins to reference the salvation of the entire nation of Israel and their new birth in a single day that will be further revealed in verse 10. And uh, as all the nations that are against Israel are destroyed in verse 9, Israel has enough relief to stand and see who stands before them. The battle is not o- the battle is over. Their enemies are defeated. They are dead. They look at the highest point in the land of Israel, and at the top of the Mount of Olives stands their Messiah, stands the one who saved him. They're going to look on him whom they pierced. They missed it the first time. They missed it when Jesus came. But now they're going to look and see their Messiah. They're going to recognize us. They're going to mourn. And uh, now look, Zechariah will tell us in the next chapter, in chapter 13, that two out of every three Jews will not survive the tribulation. They will die. So this is a time, if they are alive at the end of this seven years, one out of three Jews that will be left in the land of Israel, or those that have fled to Petra, they're going to look on Jesus whom they pierced. And just before they see Jesus, their Messiah pours upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the latter rain. The Zechariah 10.1 told the Jews for to pray for in the time of latter rain. This latter rain is the spirit of grace and supplications I just read to you. Malachi 2.15 calls it the residue of the Spirit that he, Jehovah God, might seek a godly seed. See, when Jesus came the first time, he came full of grace and truth. When he comes the second time, we uh, appearing without sin unto salvation, the Holy Spirit pours out grace and a spirit of supplications. Israel will see the Messiah and accept the Messiah desiring to be like the one they murdered and rejected for more than 2,000 years. And God has been long-suffering and patient, slow to anger. God is going to give them grace. He will give them what they do not deserve. He will, live, he, he will again give them Jesus. And as Paul tells us in Romans 10, so all Israel shall be saved. It's going to be a special day and a sorrowful day for the Jews when they see Jesus at his second coming. Zechariah wrote about it here. Jesus and John and John the Revelator both foretell, foretell of it. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 26, verse, verse 64, uh, he said, Hereafter ye shall see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. Re- Revelation 1-7, John tells us, Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him. He said the whole world's going to see Jesus, but who pierced him? The Jews also. And all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him, even so. Amen. The world, the Jews are going to look and they're going to be delivered by the Messiah. They rejected the Messiah that they crucified. But they're going to, if they, if they survive as one of those two, as one third of the population will, they will be saved at the end of that seven year tribulation. They will not reject him. When they see him in grace, they will possess a supplicatory spirit. They will be desired. They will desire to be conformed to the image of God's dear son. They have been stubborn and hard-hearted, slow to believe. Now they will be supple and pliable, moldable in his sight. They will claim the testimony of John for themselves. Remember what John said in 1 John chapter 3, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth him not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now we are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him, in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. 
You see, those clouds, they represent the countless number of believers that will accompany him at his return when the world looks on him. And here, the Joel 2.28 and Isaiah 66 verses 7 and 8 are fulfilled, fulfilled and a nation is born in a single day. Joel said that uh, it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. That's what he said here in these verses. He was going to pour out his spirit. In Isaiah 66, verses 7 and 8, the Bible says, Before she travailed, she brought forth. Before her pain, she was delivered of a man-child. That's Israel. Remember that from Revelation chapter uh, four, uh, Revelation chapter uh, 11. Who hath heard such a thing? Who hath seen such things? Shall the earth be made forth to bring? Uh, shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. All Israel will be saved and will believe according to the promise of the Holy Spirit. That's Romans 11. Uh, for I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits. That blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come. And that's our time right now, beloved. And so. All all Israel shall be saved as it is written. There shall come out of Zion the deliverer and shall turn away ungodliness of, uh, from Jacob. For this is my covenant unto them when I shall take away their sins. However sweet and joyous this occasion might sound, we have in record in the same verse that it is also a day of national sorrow, and it should be. They are going to admit that they murdered the Messiah and missed him in their ignorance. 1 Corinthians 2.8, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. They will admit that they have been wrong to reject him for more than 20 centuries. They will be brokenhearted and mourn at their ignorance and foolishness. It's a godly sorrow that works for repentance. But praise the Lord, the final result is the result of salvation. And uh, my time is gone for today. You join me tomorrow. We're going to come back, look at the last four verses here. We'll see Messiah's sorrowful delegates in uh, Zechariah chapter 12, verses 11 through 14. And uh, you join us tomorrow as the Lord gives you an opportunity. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search From the Poor House to the Palace. From the poor